Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the CX Cast. Today, a couple all stars from our CX research team at Forrester are joining to talk about CX predictions for 2022. We have Judy Weeder, who's a senior analyst. Hi, Judy. Hey, Angelina. How you doing? Great. Thank you. And we have Sam Karpinski, who is a researcher on the CX team. Hey, Sam. Hey, hey. Thanks for joining to both of you. We're so excited to hear these 2022 predictions. But before you reveal a few, can you tell us, how do you even come up with these predictions? Where do they come from? What's the creation process? Absolutely. So as William Gibson said, the future is here. It's just not evenly distributed. And we very much take this mentality when it comes to making our predictions. So everything that we predict, we're already seeing the seeds of or you know, the start of a trend. And so our job is to figure out what is going to be a big deal, what's going to grow, and you know what's not. So when we look to figure out what our predictions are going to be, we like to look at global news and events, trends in our own internal Forrester data, and things that we're hearing in our own research interviews with CX and design pros, what they're planning to work on, what they're worried about, what's on their radar, all of that. Uh, and thankfully, we get to pull from the you know, brain trust and take advantage of Forrester experts on the CX team and off of it. And then Judy and I get to make the call about what we think is going to be both new and notable and what will have the biggest impact on CX. Interestingly, one of the predictions that we included in the report, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get to talk about it today, has already started to come true in a way. So that's exciting. Look in the report for, for that prediction. Oh, intriguing. Listeners, you'll have to wait till the end to hear how you can access that mystery prediction. <laughs> so, okay, there are a lot of resources you draw upon to get these predictions. What's made it to the top of the list? Can you give me one big prediction you've got for 2022? Sure, uh, I'll start off with one. So as I think we're all aware, shortages of raw materials and manufactured goods are going to hit everyone this year, uh, both B2B and B2C companies. So our question was, what impact will this have on you know, CX, CX pros, and as a result, customer retention? When we look at Forrester data, two things that stand out to us are that customers who can't find a product are unlikely to just sit around and wait for it. They're going to look for another product from the same company through different channels or from a competitor. The second thing is that customers are most likely to leave a brand if they feel annoyed, disappointed, or frustrated. And that data is coming out of our, our CX index research. So when you combine all of that, and we look at the specifics of the data, which I won't get into now, we're able to predict that brands will lose 50% of sales on backordered items unless they can compensate with CX. And compensate with CX means being proactive about the situation to support customers and set expectations or find alternatives. Brands that don't do this and don't do it well will see customers leaving for brands that do do it well. Judy, I think you've got some other predictions. I do have a couple of predictions and, and we're not sharing everything today. We really do want people to go and check out the report, mostly because it's important that you have the opportunity to think and, and chew on them. And it's something where a lightning round of a podcast may be even too short to try and get into all of them. So we definitely recommend getting to the report. So the, the two that I'm going to talk about today are related to accessibility and privacy. In particular, when we talk about accessibility, we've seen more and more firms are thinking about it and really committing to it as something that is important, both in the products and services that they're designing for their customers and also the things that they're doing for their employees. 
And right now we're predicting that in 2022, $10 billion in design spending is going to shift to the vendors and services that are committing to accessibility. So how do we get there? Now, we looked at the Q4 2020 Global State of Design Team survey that was run by the CX research team. And what we found was that 36% of respondents already have some kind of a top-down commitment. Plus, we paired that with the fact that there are a large number of jobs that have accessibility in that title. That number actually grew 78% year over year from 2020 to 2021. So we're seeing more firms are saying, we need to have these kinds of skills on our team. And we're seeing that that top-down commitment is starting to happen. So the money is going to follow. And what, where this is going to come out is not just in the product and service design, it's also going to come out in the procurement contracts, because that's going to be one of those things that folks are going to be looking for when they're trying to make a purchase. And procurement teams are going to start to expect it. It will become one of those things that they look for as they're going through an RFP process. So we definitely see that that's an area where if you're a vendor, you should be thinking about how do I put this into whatever we're going to be doing and, and fold it into our practices. And if you're not a vendor, but you purchase their services, you're going to want to make sure that you have that as part of your list because more and more people are doing it and you don't want to be the one company that's not. So that's the first one that I want to share. Wow. Okay. The, I mean, these two predictions so far, they almost seem related. There is a shortage. There is a perhaps potential to fail the customer. And then there's an opportunity to be proactive about it. There's a clear way to win with this. So, okay, I'm following. I can see the landscape. What, what else do you have? What's your third prediction? Yeah. So the third one that we're going to share today is about privacy, which is an area that's pretty close to my heart because I have a background in risk assessment and used to look at privacy pretty closely in a, a prior life. And we are going to start to see the convergence of privacy and CX in a new way in 2022. In particular, that privacy journey design is going to become a key CX priority. So what that means is that there will be this convergence and the need for a connection between the folks that are managing privacy and security within a particular organization and the CX team. So CX folks, you need to start making friends with your CISO and their team if you haven't already. And same thing goes for any privacy and security related folks. The way that we got to this was that we found that 37% of global security decision makers consider privacy to be competitive differentiators. So you put that together with CX and you've got a quarter of global consumers using privacy and security tools to prevent firms from tracking their online activity. We've got this deprecation coming up in the not too distant future where third-party cookies are no longer going to be an option for a lot of marketers. And this means that CX is gonna have to become a very close partner and colleague with the folks over on the privacy and security side. So we're predicting that CX leaders at about 20% of European companies and 10% of US firms are going to turn their attention to privacy and consent journeys in the coming year. So we, we definitely recommend that, as I mentioned before, that there's that networking that's happening and also that you really think very carefully about these privacy and consent journeys based on the compliance standards that are specific to your industry, to your business type, and to your individual customer. And think about the KPIs. 
we come back to the statement of you can't manage what you don't measure and you need to think about how are you going to validate that what you're doing is working as intended. So new scope, really, new responsibilities here. I mean, out of these three predictions, is this just the new reality of CX pros and CX leaders? There's more to do. Is there any hope in sight that things will get easier after this pandemic? I don't know. That's a question of getting easier. I think it's just the continued evolution of the CX function. And the fact that CX pros have got to get out of their cube, whether it's virtual or otherwise, and be talking with other folks around the organization. If you want CX to become part of how the organization does business, you can't have it operating in a silo independent of everything else. It really needs to be embedded. And so this is the way that it really should be going anyway. It just happens that there's a pandemic on and there are these changes that are happening from the technology side and the rise of GDPR and CCPA and lots of other acronyms that are really all about trying to protect consumers' privacy and really data privacy overall. So it's this is just a natural evolution as far as I'm concerned. And Sam, you talked about shortages. Is this also the new normal or are we designing temporarily for better experiences to make up for shortages? Or is, is this something that the end is, is in sight? Great question. And I think that the, the short answer is it's not going away. Uh, the sort of longer answer is, as we've seen since the start of the pandemic, nothing goes away as fast as we'd like it to or as fast as we think it will. And as we can see on the news, these supply chain issues are likely to continue throughout 2022 and possibly even beyond into 2023. So it's not going away anytime soon. And also the situation has shown us just how fragile our supply chain infrastructure is. And some companies will take advantage of this moment and realize you know, that this is a sign that they need to change and they will shore up supply chains, but a lot won't. As soon as things get easier, they'll go back to quote unquote, business as usual. We also know that there will always be another event that will disrupt supply chains. I mean, just looking back to the past few years, we can see trade wars, ecological disasters, and even a single shipping container getting stuck sideways in a canal. So these systems really are very fragile. Now, none of those events had as broad a reach as the 2022 shortages look like they will, but they each impacted certain industries in a big way. And we know that these kinds of events will continue. Beyond that, we know that some products will just be out of stock at times because that's how things are. So having great CX and having a plan in place that will let you respond quickly to having products out of stock, to having shortages, will really be a great thing for your company to have in place next time shortages happen. And keep in mind that next time you might have a supply chain issue, but your competitor won't. And so you really want to make sure that you've got that plan in place and that you are providing great CX and you are able to deal with this. So create the right conditions for a great customer experience. Make sure that you are secure. All of that contributes to forgiveness in the long term if customers can't get what they want when they want. Exactly. Or, or even, you know, making the customer satisfied with something else, providing a great experience that leaves the customer happy so they don't have to forgive. I love that. I mean, that was just three predictions. I understand you have a full list. Where can folks get the full list and 
learn more about Forrester CX predictions? Sure. Well, Forrester clients can find this on Forrester.com, as one would expect, and definitely recommend reading all the different predictions that are out there. The CX predictions report, as the others, is five predictions long, so we've just previewed three of them. And if you have questions, we're here to answer your client inquiries. So you can submit that on your own or through your account team. And we also have a webinar that's coming up on Monday, December 6th. Forrester clients can go ahead and register for that. And I believe, Sam, you've already identified some specific follow-up research because there was a whole cast of characters that helped us create this report. It wasn't just Sam and me. And we want to make sure that our clients are able to get connected to all of the folks who are the subject matter experts in these areas. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're interested in supply chains, look at research by George Laurie and stay tuned for some research I have in the works about how to provide CX that compensates for you know, the fallout from some of these shortages. If you're interested in privacy journeys, we've got great research on that from Joanna DeCantania and Enza Iannopolo. So they've got a brand new report they collaborated on, Harness Friction in Customer Journeys to Drive Emotional Engagement. And Enza also has another report that she worked on, Privacy is Now a Customer Experience Opportunity. And finally, if you want more information about accessibility and design, look no further than Gina Ballwalker's research. We can recommend five best practices for inclusive design and words matter, inclusive experiences start with inclusive language. Those are two great reports that she's just written. And on the very topic that Judy was speaking on, there's a whole blog devoted just to that. And it is in collaboration with Andrew Hogan. It's called Digital Accessibility, How 10 Billion in Spending Will Soon Be Up for Grabs Annually. And I think blog posts are public, right? They're in front of the paywall. So anyone can look that up. Awesome. Yeah, and there's there are a couple of Q&As that Gina's also done on getting started with digital accessibility. She actually had so many questions that she gets on the regular basis for this that she had to break them up into two, but there's a part one and a part two, and each of them has several questions. So for folks that are thinking specifically about digital accessibility, there's even stuff there. So Forrester clients, we've got it. Whether you're looking for something and you go to the website and you're looking on your own or contact your customer success manager or your account manager. We are absolutely here to support you. And if you're not a Forrester client and you want access to all of this goodness, there's an account team waiting to have a conversation with you. <laughs> so we are, we're happy to connect you. Just reach out, go to Forrester.com, and you'll be able to find the resources you need to get started. Well, Judy and Sam, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing these predictions, for showing the strong work ethic you bring to it. The folks that are Forrester clients, I'm sure, are excited to learn more. And those who are not, I mean, it's great to be able to get access to this. So thank you, Judy. And thank you, Sam. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. This was lovely. Thanks, everyone, for listening into the CX Cast. Until next time, bye for now.